0: W-E-E-I. Welcome back. Our number two, Cordishian and on W-E-E-I. Scott Cordishian on the road with the Brown Bears up here in New Hampshire. Nick Coyt back in his uh, the comfy confines of his home in Smithfield, Rhode Island, and Joey P. in our Worcester, Massachusetts studios. It's the return of Ed Cooley to Providence and it should be an electric atmosphere at the amp today the game will tip off at 12 30 it will be televised on fox if you do not have a ticket to the game but we're all wondering how fryer fans will react when ed cooley comes out of the tunnel when ed cooley is introduced as the head coach of the georgetown hoyas there's a lot of other stuff going on in the world of sports as well and nick uh, why don't we touch on some of that first of all bill belichick it looks like he will not be coaching next year your thoughts on that
1: uh, I wild not expected. Um, I thought he was gonna be somewhere and honestly I, I think it's kind of disappointing because you remember when Brady went to Tampa yep we all said all right now we got another team to follow now we've got another yep you know person to see how things go outside of New England see how they you know are, are able to fare in a different place and I I thought Atlanta was the place. But the other thing, too, Scott, is that when we talked about the end of the Patriots season and what they were going to do going forward, I think you and I looked at it and debated, like, can they can they keep him around, but in a reduced role just as the coach and then have a general manager and, you know, maybe give up some of the personnel powers. Now, I think the answer seems to be emphatically, no, he's not able to do that. And it's. Kind of interesting that he's he's not relenting on that with other teams because because it sounds like the sticking point in Atlanta was, hey, if you can you can bring me in as as the coach, that's fine, but I get all the the say in personnel. You know, I bring in my people. I have all the, you know, I, I have to remake some things there, and that that's what it sounds like. And so that's the other interesting part to me is that he hasn't really relented on those. Demands if he gets hired somewhere.
0: So I'm going to push back on that a little bit, Nick, and I agree okay. with Brian Morey, former Patriot employee and co-host of mine. Um, I think I think some people might be misreading this, and I, I think okay. what this comes down to more. I do think Bill Belichick still wants to coach, and I also think that Bill Belichick would be more than willing to give up his personnel responsibilities. I think what Bill Belichick doesn't want is the structure that's in place in Atlanta, and and I think Arthur Blank is going to have the final say on personnel did you see where where they just made some some moves and front office moves i think their gm has been kind of reassigned as well so it's a little bit of i don't think he wanted to walk into that look do i think that bill belichick wants to make sure he can bring in his own uh, assistant coaches and put his staff together absolutely every head coach should be given that opportunity that should be non-negotiable but i'm not so sure that he's hell-bent on having to have all the power that he had here in new england I don't believe that. I think why people are misreading this is is because if you read the reports out of Atlanta, the reports were Art to Blank really wanted Bill Belichick, but nobody else in the Falcons' front office did. And I think if you read between the lines there, I think it's a lot of CYA, cover your ass going on. I think it's a lot of people in the Falcons' front office that say, oh, crap, if Belichick gets the job, there's a good chance that I'm out of a job, that he's not going to want me. Um, you know, Or at least that's what they thought. So... That's what I think was going on down in Atlanta. Now, having said that, I'm not overly stunned that there was a small market for Belichick because he's 71 years old and because his record without Tom Brady is well-documented. Now, you know how I feel about Bill. I think he's one of the best, if not the greatest coach of all time. I am not one of those people that subscribes to the theory that it was all Tom Brady. And believe me, I will go over this on the next show with Ben Kitchen because I'm, I'm filling in uh, with Ben from, from 9 to 11. But the point is... I'm not stunned. I think Belichick's age, and given how he finished here in New England, did not make him the most desirable or marketable candidate. I think a lot of teams, most teams, are looking for that young guy. I'm more surprised, Nick,
1: that Mike Vrabel doesn't have a job. That surprises me more, yeah, quite frankly, absolutely. than Bill Belichick Agreed. One. So, Yeah, I mean, I, I wonder, I mean, is he a candidate for the Seahawks job? It sounded like that name was sort of thrown out there, but... I don't know, there, there hasn't been, uh, I don't feel like I've heard a lot of buzz with the Seahawks so, job. That's one of the I, only I, ones that's remaining. So the buzz
0: that I've heard is Dan Quinn, right? Dan Quinn was oh, the defensive yeah. coordinator when, when the, the Legion of Boom was at its best, right? So when Seattle's defense was at its best, Dan Quinn was the D.C., so uh, he's already been in for two interviews so he seems to be the leading candidate but then i ask myself the question okay he's available dallas's season's been over with now for a while why haven't they pulled the trigger that leads yeah. me to believe that they're holding out for someone that's still playing could it be ben johnson everybody thinks detroit offensive coordinator ben johnson's earmarked for the commander's head coaching job maybe seattle feels like they got a pitch to make to him and that they've got a shot to get him maybe there's somebody on their division rival san francisco 49ers staff that they're looking at i don't don't know, but there's a right. reason why Seattle hasn't acted yet because if they wanted Dan Quinn that badly, he'd already have been named head coach.
1: Yeah, interesting. That's and I, I wouldn't I would go Mike Vrabel over Dan Quinn. Like I, I don't know. I, that's that's interesting to me. Uh, I, I do think Ben Johnson's going to the commanders. I think that's that's definitely happening. Um, you know, with with Belichick too, I think with, with the personnel thing and the power I think in the right – well, first of all, it is interesting that one of the front office members, one of the higher-ups with the Falcons is Rich McKay, who has been on the competition committee for a long, long time. So you wonder the relationship there because Bill has obviously been somebody that's been vocal with the competition committee over the years. Um, so I, I wonder what the dynamic was there, especially but when McKay, they they met for that second interview. Yeah, but, um, but
0: but a lot of people think that McKay and Belichick get along. McKay's been removed maybe. from football operations,
1: maybe. You know? But it so, could be the, could be the other way around. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah. Um, I I think in the right situation, he would give up the personnel power. I I think Dallas was the spot. I do. I keep saying it. I I think Dallas was the spot. I'm disappointed, and I. And I wonder if the next coaching cycle comes around, and the Cowboys do the same thing next year, bow out early, don't win a Super Bowl, underachieve after a good regular season, would Jerry pull the trigger on, on Belichick then? That, that, that to me is that's going ah, you know, to watch and I, interesting.
0: I, I keep hearing that you know, Belichick's going to sit the year out and coach next year. A team's going to want him at age 72. You know what I mean? Like I, he's not getting any younger,
1: and, I, and the, the, the one place I would look at is that one. I just think, you know, Jerry, he's desperate to get a Super Bowl. He's gotten much older, too. He's desperate to get the Cowboys back to that. You know, would he activate? Would he go after Belichick? You know, especially if Belichick ends up on TV and he's watching him on TV all year, which I, gosh, I so hope Fox should hire him and either put him in the studio so he's tossing out to Brady in the booth or put him in the booth with Brady and let's get rolling with Fox, with Brady, Burkhart and Belichick.
0: <laughs> the three Bs, huh? Oh, it would be beautiful. <laughs> um, so, you know, look, I, I, I don't know what's going to happen with Bill, but it looks like he won't be coaching this year. And like I said, I'm, I'm not overly surprised that that's the case. Like you, I was wishing for it, and I would have loved to have seen him go to a team with talent like Dallas. I know some people out Buffalo. By the way, Adam Schefter even threw out there this week that it's not inconceivable that Andy Reid could retire at the end of this postseason run for the Chiefs. Would they consider bringing Belichick to Kansas City? How about that? I mean, I I agree with you that if Belichick's coaching next year, it makes it so much more interesting for Patriot fans because now, like you said, it's that second team to watch, just like when Brady went to Tampa. We watched the Patriots, but we also watched the Buccaneers. We would do the same thing wherever Belichick surfaced.
1: I, that's why it's disappointing that he might not land somewhere because I, I was ready. I was ready. All right, I watched a lot of Atlanta Falcons football in my life. There's one game in particular that I watched that I very much enjoyed a few years back. But <laughs> I haven't I haven't watched a lot of Atlanta Falcons football in my life, and I'm like, well, I might start watching them. You know, hopefully they put them at 4:25 after one o'clock Patriots game because that's the other thing too is it's not like watching Patriots football next year is all of a sudden just going to be oh, look, they're contenders again. Like It it gives you something else to to look forward to as they're still continuing to go through their growing pains, particularly if they have a, a rookie quarterback. So, yeah, we'll see.
0: So, Nick, how does this, the fact that Belichick doesn't get a head coaching job, how does this now affect the Patriots? So we heard initially when Gerard Mayo was hired, I think a day after his hiring, a story came out that the Belichick boys, Steve and Brian, were offered roles on his coaching staff. Uh, does that still hold true? Will the Belichick boys now be back here in New England? Josh McDaniels, a lot of people thought if Belichick got a job, McDaniels would go with him and be his OC. Does he now become a frontrunner for offensive coordinator duties here in New England? And are all of those potential hires... Are they good things for the Patriots, or do they need to kind of move on and start fresh, start the Gerard Mayo era fresh with a bunch of new faces on the coaching staff? What are your thoughts on that? So
1: with the with the Belichick boys, I, I, I'm okay if they come back because I, I think they've done a, a good job as part of that defensive staff. The defense has been the strength throughout this sort of tenuous period the last couple of years. The defense has been good. And Steve and Gerard Mayo clearly have a good relationship, good working relationship, close relationship. So if he's back on staff and and Brian's back on staff, like I'm okay with that because I think they've done a good job here, Um, you know, but the offensive side, I would like to see some new blood because I want to see something new offensively because clearly they need it down there. And I know that McDaniels might, you know, come back because he's not going with Belichick, but. People have only connected that just because Belichick doesn't look like he's getting a job. I, I don't really think there's much legs to it, to be honest, because this weekend they're flying in Nick Kayley and they're going to talk to him. And they've been talking to all these candidates. So they're all of a sudden just going to go throw that workout and just go back to McDaniels. I, I don't think that's the case. And I don't know. It seems to me that Nick Kayley might be the guy. And I, I'm OK with that, too. I know it's a guy that spent a lot of time here in New England. But he went away to L.A. and he's gotten some of the Sean McVay magic rubbed off on him. And he's seen it differently in a different place. So coming back here, I think that's good perspective to have. Do you okay, guys feel that place. the Crafts may regret not hiring Kaylee um, two seasons ago during the Patricia Judge uh, debacle? That's yeah. that's not his decision. That was Belichick no, because lying, he appointed yeah. Matt Patricia.
0: Yeah, here's my feeling on that. Uh, so um, I agree with you when it comes to McDaniels. I, I think it's time to start fresh. Now, though, the, there will be those that argue if, if you're going to hang on to Mac Jones, uh, he might be able to resurrect Mac Jones because he had a good rookie season under under Josh McDaniels. But I agree it's time for fresh blood. Now, Kaylee's an interesting one because, as you pointed out, spent a lot of time here with the Patriots, but he's been with the Rams under the Sean McVay system. The only way I bring Kaylee back as offensive coordinator is – he he. if he can clearly demonstrate to me that he has a firm grasp of that offense and he's committed to running something like the Rams offense here. I don't want the same old Charlie Weiss, Josh McDaniels, Bill O'Brien Patriots offense. It's time for something new. You need to adapt with the times, get up with the times. So I would only bring Kaylee back under those circumstances. I wouldn't bring him back if he's going to run a version of the Josh McDaniels or Billy O'Brien offense. So that's, that's me. I'm going to go back to what you said about the Belichicks. I do not think it's a good thing to bring them back, and I'll tell you why. Yes, okay. based upon the performance of the defense and the job that they did last year, do they deserve to come back? Yes, they do. No complaints with how the defense played last year, and that's thanks in large part to Steve and Brian Belichick, along with Gerard Mayo and the other defensive coaches. The flip side of that is this. Look, blood is thicker than water, okay? Their dad was fired by the Patriots. Um You know, I don't care what anybody says. I'm sure there's some bitter feelings there on the part of the Belichick boys toward the Crafts for this firing as well. And you know what? There may be some bitter feelings on the part of Bill toward Mayo because it was written into his contract that he was going to be his successor. So maybe Bill feels like, you know, the the way Mayo was acting this past year, maybe he felt like, you know, his you-know-what didn't stink because he knew he was going to be taking over shortly as the head coach. So you mean to tell me after a bad day at the office that Steve and Brian aren't going to talk to Dad? And I just don't think it's a good formula. Yeah. I think you need to just completely take that out of the picture so you don't even have to worry about that stuff.
1: Do you know what I mean? What I, what I would rather, honestly, what I would, what I would want on the defensive side, I think that they should elevate DeMarcus Covington. Give a guy like that that's been on the staff that knows what it looks like. That is, I probably popular with the players. I think they should elevate him and reward him and make him the defensive coordinator. Another guy that is, you know, has a good working relationship with Gerard Mayo. I think Covington was the only guy from the coaching staff last year that was actually at the introductory press conference. So that would I rather so something was like Matt that. Jones. Yes. What's your point? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I I think it's different with staff. You know, like players can show up, whatever. I, I, I don't know. I think a guy like that it just shows the relationship that they have. Um, you know, I, I, I would rather somebody like that. Uh, to to be honest, but if it is if the Belichick boys do go back, it's it's a good point, Scott. Like, take everything you you can out of the situation from last year and and the connection of Belichick and. I do think they need something fresh. I, I totally agree with you on Kaylee. Like, And I, that's why I think it's good that he did go away for a year because I think he's seen, okay, they're doing it differently here. Here's how different it looks. So this is where we need to go to modernize things here in Foxborough.
0: Okay, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going right back to the phones. 401-777-1037 is that phone number. You're listening to Cordishian Coit on WEI.